This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting the instance. You probably don't think much about internet privacy on your own home network, but ExpressVPN will secure your privacy and protect your information. Visit expressvpn.com slash wow, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance for July 14th, 2020. It is episode 607. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Patrick Beja. Hello, Patrick. Hello, Scott. Oh, happy Bastille Day, or however you say it. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, We are celebrating the brutal murdering of our uh, former ruling class. Ah, So thank you for celebrating it with us. I was going to ask you, actually, what what I I feel bad. I don't really know what Bastille Day is, or even if I'm saying it right. Oh, really? Yeah, not really. Okay. Um, It is essentially the uh, French Revolution, which uh, deposed the king, the last king of well actually that's not true uh the king of france and uh essentially led to a very difficult few years of terror and horror but Mm. then gave us uh partly gave us human rights and democracy very nice now so is this the thing it covers in that uh the Assassin's Creed everybody was mad at a few years ago because it had so Unity, many bugs. Absolutely. Unity, absolutely. Okay. 1789 uh, is when the... the that, oh, I'll, I'll give you a reference you can... Uh, 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 you you know, uh, let them eat cake. Oh, that is where it comes from. I didn't uh, know that. It's Marie Antoinette who's like, "What? They don't have bread? Uh, give them brioche, which is not really cake." That always bothered me. It's not cake. It's uh, <laughs> but that's how you translate it because you don't know what it is. Uh, so yeah. All right. No, this is good. A little history lesson on. Well, the show. Uh, hey, in July, uh, George Washington said, "Let them eat hot dogs." Yeah. So, yeah. You know, we we get it here in the states. <laughs> we have our own version. Also that's good. right. Uh, never forget. Okay. Hey, uh, also Garrett is here, of course, uh, from Florida, which doesn't have any special, uh, days today, right? You guys are just, it's just a, no, no. July is just a great month for evolution. Is yeah. Really what it comes down yeah. To. I think you're probably right. Uh, well, uh, revolutionaries, it may be, uh, we got Shadowlands stuff to talk about in a minute, but before we get to it, kind of breaking this morning and Garrett's been hurriedly getting ready for a, uh, angry chicken announcement of all this stuff. But can you kind of give us a breakdown of what happened today in Hearthstone? We'll do it now instead of later. What, what did they announce this morning? The next expansion. Okay. That's good. Right. That was fast. I feel like we just got, barely got the other one. How come that was so fast? Uh, no, it's a, it's about on pace. Uh, last year we got our announcement around this time. Um, I don't think they put out a release date, but last year we got an announcement in July and a release in August. So mm-hmm. I would expect it to do around the same. Yeah. So we're going to Skolomance, but before it's all creepy and Western Plague Landsy, it's uh, there's, I, I got no other way to easily explain this other than Mad Hogwarts vibes. Mm. Uh, it's called Skolomance Academy. Okay. Uh, we're going to school. Uh, Kel'Thuzad is our headmaster. He has skin. He's still alive. Whoa. Jeez. And uh, there's dual class cards that are going to be able to go in two separate classes when you're building decks. There's a new keyword. Some really cool stuff. Nice. So uh, uh, is is anything in Let me ask you this. It's kind of a weird question. but And people are encouraged, by the way, to watch the video they put out for this thing. It's about 10 minutes long. I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but it looks like they had a lot of fun with a, hey, we have to do this stuff working from home kind of production it's amazing it is so it like i would even even if you don't care about hearthstone at all go watch it mm. it is so well written it is so funny it's honestly i've, I've been gushing about it for the past hour since i i <laughs> watched it yeah. it is the kind so i watched that which is essentially um people from the hearthstone team getting on uh, uh what is a skype call on the Kel'Thuzad uh, custom OS <laughs> and stuff happens on the computer. It is so funny, so well done. And then I watched the beginning of the Stadia Connect, which 
it is so face palmy. I mean, they, it's just a person <laughs> in front of a screen uh, of, a, of a camera. Yeah. And and this is so brilliantly written. It, it you will giggle like it's a f- humorous video to watch. Go watch it. It's, right. it's a work of genius. I'm into it. I love a fake OS. That's one of my favorite things. So it's fun to watch. The them. freaking cursor is like Kelthazad's pointy finger from like Warcraft 3. It's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> That's great. It's, it's just, it's very meta. Um, and if I, you know, having been inundated with, you know, 20 to 40 different types of here at this giant corporation, we're adjusting to the new normal. Mm-hmm. We're all in this yeah. together. Mm-hmm. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. Team five gets it. They understand how to like have fun with the hell hole we find ourselves in. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> is, I mean, that makes me really happy to hear that. Very you cool. know, it's really, I mean, for, for the past few months, obviously, it's been uh, uh, difficult to deal with the situation and how to handle things when you have to communicate. And this is the first video that I'm seeing that is not just, oh, we have to do a Zoom call. Uh, let's get everyone on the Zoom call and yeah. then record the screen. It's like so much better. And and it's almost like you would want them to do stuff like that instead of meeting in person. It's so good. Well, the only thing that bums me out is I wish the I wish the Shadowlands uh, stream was more like this. Uh, the Shadowlands stream was really straightforward. It was just, hey, what if we had a webcam I mean, on Ian Hazacostas and that was it? Yeah, but it was, it was an hour or something, the Shadowlands stream. This is 10 minutes, very tight, very scripted. Yeah, good point. Different. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah. This entire thing is scripted, whereas uh, the uh, Shadowlands thing maybe should have been. I mean, some of it was a little on the awkward mm-hmm. side, but also I think it's because of the content that they had to put out. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was extremely technical. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's a, 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 it would take a lot of effort to make that long of a runtime for that technical of a of a subject. Yeah. To to be as kind of funny and carefree. <laughs> Well, the the Hearthstone thing clearly benefits from the kind of game Hearthstone is and the attitude it has, and this just fits right with that. So, well done, Hearthstone. Yeah, because, I mean, they they showed, I think, like, less than 10 cards. Mm. So it's just like, here's here's a taster of what's to come. Mm. Um, So, you know, they had a very select amount of things to move through. And, you know, so from, like, an advertising perspective, you know, a lot more controllable subject matter i think for with both what hearthstone uh, announced today versus um the very technical live stream for world of warcraft we had last week well well done uh team five and uh i'm very curious about this expansion even though i'm kind of like patrick like well what's going to get me to play again i don't know maybe there's something in there i don't know never know yeah never know all right time for this let us dig deeper into what we learned last week uh, when I guess it was just last Wednesday. I can't believe it's almost a week already, but um, Garrett and I did a live stream of it or a live co-stream and then kind of did a little bit of a breakdown after, but it was all pretty fresh and new and we hadn't gotten into too much of the minutia. Also, Blizzard has sent some other people out, Ian included, and done a load of interviews, which we've been able to glean a few things from. Nothing too new, but enough to sort of augment stuff. So I broke this down today in a few categories, um, things about the release, the beta that is supposed to be happening this week, Although, did they say the day yet? I don't think, I don't think they so. have. Yeah. They just said this week you'd start to see invite emails. So that could be anything. That could be today, maybe, because Tuesdays are a fun video game release day type day. So maybe they'll do it today. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I don't think anybody's received anything yet. Uh, we'll also talk about significant things mentioned about the gameplay itself and what has maybe changed since we last heard that sort of thing. And we'll sort of just start from the top. And Patrick, I know that um, you were you weren't able to watch this live, I guess, last week, and haven't really uh, had too much in the way of detail about everything they talked about. So I guess some of the stuff I feel like is assumed. But if we hit anything and you go, wait a minute, don't just gloss over that. Uh, feel free to say that ex- those exact words, and we'll we'll Excellent. dig in more. Um, all right. So to start things off, the release is still confirmed for fall. No actual date. I kind of wish there would have been a date. Uh, I think Garrett and I talked about this a little bit. On you and everyone on the internet. Yeah. A gate, a gate, a, a, a date would have been nice just to be able to say, all right, my world revolves around whatever. I noticed Kyle in my, um, in my Slack that we have for our, for our uh, Dungeons and Dragons show said something a minute ago, which was, 
here he says, Baldur's Gate in August, Cyberpunk and Shadowlands in November, going to be crazy. Um, they haven't even said November, so I don't know where Kyle's getting that, but I saw that this morning and went, wait, has Kyle heard something? And then I went and looked and I couldn't find anything. So No, no, there's still, there's still no, Kyle, Kyle's crazy. Yeah. That was great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't, don't listen to Kyle unless it's uh, Heroes of the Storm. If it's anyone, if anyone should know, it'd be you. You or his wife. You guys are the, you know, <laughs> you guys know him more than anybody. But uh, the normally fully reliable Kyle may not so much in this case. But um, yeah, we don't know. It just says fall. And like I said, Wednesday, I'm fine with that. I don't care kind of when. I just would be nice if we had a date to sort of, I don't know, get our heads around and say, okay, well, that does come this long before these other games I'm interested in or, or whatever. Cause it's starting to get kind of a, it's, it's becoming a crowded fall for game releases. And, um, this doesn't help me much to not have a date. So anyway, Blizzard, give us a date. That's all we're asking. Uh, but confirm for the fall. He did say that multiple times. Also, they showed off the Shadowlands physical collector's edition. So this was pretty cool. It has this like reflective slash iridescent cover to it, which, uh, normally I don't like that kind of stuff. It always feels a little uh, kitschy to me and not really my jam. But from what I could tell from the camera angles and subsequent photos that have been released, it looks really cool. And like the kind of physical uh, collector's edition you might want to get. And finally, after, what, two expansions without it? Art book. (laughs) It's back. And Garrett and I, I are about, gushed, but what I you- thought about you, Garrett, so hard when I read this. <laughs> yeah, he got. He was pretty yeah, excited. You were- yeah, I, I mean, these collector's editions are, uh, I think, uncomfortably expensive now. Uh, to be frank, but at least they brought the art book back. I thought the last one, or what was it, last two? Two. Legion didn't have an art. Legion book didn't either. have an art book either. Yeah, that was the. I big think the last two were like straight up, in my opinion, a complete and utter ripoff. Mm. Um, and their value proposition because there's no art book. <laughs> that's well, yeah, it. They, they raised the price and then they, they gave you less. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It did go up and then there was less. Um, stuff and in the there. price went up again, even with this, but at least they're putting the art book back. So like, I, I still kind of want, I don't know. I think I'm going to personally, uh, risk just finding the art book on eBay, 120 bucks. That's a lot of freaking money. It is a lot. Actually, Patrick, where do you stand on collector's editions? I know you have some, but, are you so, day one kind of guy? So I pre I managed to pre-order it. Yeah. Um, because so I'm stuck. I have all of them, and that's the only collector's <laughs> edition series I've ever gotten. Right. And I have all of them. I can't not buy the next one, and that's why they're raising the price. I guarantee you, it's because of me. Because yeah. they know they can get money out of me, <laughs> no matter what happens. I can't. I mean. I'm not going to show you my collection with the webcam, although maybe I... Well, you know what it is. It's just all of the World of Warcraft collector's editions. Yep. Um, Bunch of so, boxes. Yeah. I have everything but I, Burning Crusade. I don't know why I don't have that one, but I don't have Burning Crusade. And it kind of bothers I, I, uh, I stopped... Obviously, I stopped at uh, Legion because there's no art book. And then I, I still never got mm-hmm. my Wrath of the Lich King one because my local game store screwed me over, even though I had one pre-ordered. Yeah. My favorite one is the Legion. I, um, I didn't have, you know, I didn't start playing WoW with the um, with the the release of the game, so I didn't actually have the original one, and oh, that yeah. one was actually rare. It's the only one that's that was rare at the time uh, because I didn't. Yeah, think it was going to be that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have that one either. I have but that I, one. And, I don't think I bought it. I don't know then, how I got it. Someone sent it, but I don't remember what the deal was. Mm. Anyway, well, but then uh, Blizzard went and hired me for a thing for a few years. Yeah. And uh, I was telling that story a few days ago. So it's funny, but um, I, they had a, a storage room mm-hmm. where they stored stuff. And among that stuff were a few uh, items, including a collector's edition collection. Mm. And that had the, the original one. Uh. And so long story short, I didn't steal it, um, but after a comfortable but there was no one to amount pay of time, yeah, yeah, yeah. because no one was looking, <laughs> yeah. so I walked away with it. I did wait for the clerk for a really long time. Um, no, I, I waited a, a, an amount of time, which was counted in years, until I would be comfortable enough and I knew enough the person in charge of the st- storage and uh, then I was like, hey, do you think, you know, no one's using those. Um, and there are still two left. So if I take one, uh, it, there will still be one 
left. That's okay, right? Mm. And they looked at me and they were like, eh, I don't remember what they said, but I took it. It worked out so, for you in Patrick, the end. Patrick, what meaning to say is he literally spent years befriending this person <laughs> just so yeah. he could get the okay to you, take this. You think the French re- Revolution happened in 1792? I have news for you. It happened right there. <laughs> And the thing. My favorite yeah, one is this exactly. one right here, which I will now hold up for the chat room. It's uh, the Legion Collector's Edition with everyone's signatures on it on the WoW team at the time. Oh, that is nice. Yes. Back and front. It's got Metzen in there somewhere. Um, it is. It was from a friend at Blizzard who said, I won't need this. Do you want it? And I said, are you kidding? Of course I want it. How much do you want for it? He says, nothing. I'll give you this one. So he sent this. And honestly, I should be happy with this if I don't ever get or see another collector's edition again. Understandable. I mean, this still has the wrapped discs in the, well, there's no art book, but, oh no, there is an art book in this one. <laughs> you know what? Legion had an art book. Here it is right there. Legion had an art book? Yeah, look at that. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought Legion was when they stopped it. I did too. Was it just the last expansion? It must have been. Oh, I guess Weird. I need to get on eBay because I don't have that one. All right. Well, that one's, a, I haven't opened it either, so I haven't actually looked at the art book because it's all still in its original packaging, but uh, anyway... If you guys so want are you this getting new one, the Shadowlands one? I don't know. I'm I tend to I'm not really a collector's edition person. I'm, what else is in here is is interesting. Like in here we've got full color art book which you talked about, the Covenant pin set. So it's a different pin for every covenant. Those actually look pretty cool if you're into pins, I guess. Uh the soundtracks in there of course, mouse pad and the physical collector's edition of the game. Um or you know the game, or I guess the, it's just a code now. They don't put. The Wait, what's there. the? Yeah, what's the physical collector's? Yeah, edition I take of the it. Game? I take it back. I, I kept, think, in my head, I was thinking there, they still there put, won't be a, a, a CD in there. Yeah, they don't put know, DVDs in there anymore. So I'm sure it's just a an just audio a cassette. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> the uh, uh, eight track, you get that finally, uh, which would yeah, be great. Exactly. But uh, yeah, it's pretty much what you expect. I think the real value in this one is the returning art book, and maybe those pins are cool, but. It's a pretty good, a pretty big ask for that collector's edition. So I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I'm not that. I'm not that put out. And also, like, what happens if um, one of those closets opens up and <laughs> suddenly somebody's got like three extras and they send us one? Then I'll be like, oh my gosh, I already paid for this thing. So I'm just gonna. Wait. Well, I mean. You can, first of all, you could uh, resell it. Second of all, you could uh, give it out to a listener. Um, third of all, uh, I don't know, something. Mm. There, it's not like you won't find a use for a collector's edition. That's true. But um, And we then can. if you want it, you already have it. Because they are sold out everywhere. And it's not. It's looking like it will be difficult to get. So, well, let me ask you this: you know. the uh, the original vanilla collector's edition, which I have in plastic, not ever even opened. Oh, is it? Is it? What like could? What wrapped? Could, what? Yeah. What could that get me? <laughs> I checked. I checked on eBay. It's something like a uh, thousand to thousand five hundred bucks, <sighs> not which bad. sounds like a lot. Yeah. But you're not going to sell it for that, right? No. If you have it. No, if somebody um, said 10 oh, grand. Man, what are you doing? I would do it for 10,000. I won't do it for 1,500. So if you're just, I mean, you just waiting for the day that it's worth $10,000, is that what you're doing? <laughs> well, Open a, it for the love of God. Do it for me. But Garrett, that's what people do. I want do. that panda, damn it. I know. There's a panda. There's a, what else? The Zergling pet. Uh, and a, a Diablo. Diablo, yeah. Diablo. Oh. Yeah, I I have those. I opened mine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> must just, be nice. I got this way yes, late. Is the it, thing, and so I've never opened it because it just seemed like, oh well, this is a collector's edition now. I should I should hang on to this and let it accrue value. But I don't know how much more valuable it'll yeah. get than fifteen hundred bucks. Oh, I think I think in you know well, uh, you're, let's put it like that. Your children will enjoy <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the accrued value. And they'll each buy a Miata with one hundred fifty thousand miles on it. I need to adjust my. I will. I'm going to put this in there as a line item. We're going to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> to my son, I bequeath my collector's edition vanilla World of Warcraft. All right. Anyway, yeah, all so right. that's a thing. And it's, uh, like we said, available, but not really because they're selling out everywhere and you're probably going to have a hard time getting And one. it's got a shiny uh, uh, cover, like package mm-hmm. thing. It's like, a, it's, it's essentially a shiny Pokemon uh, card. A little bit. So, yeah, yeah. It was, it's very much like a foil from uh, Magic the Gathering. Yeah. yeah. what it reminds me of. Good, good comparison. It, it looks cool. Uh, it's going to make it stick out like a sore damn thumb uh, when it's turned sideways with all of the other collector's editions. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah. Yeah. It sets it apart though, because the others are kind of bland, not bland, but they're, you know, monochrome and sort of, yeah. They, you know, they, they've tried to keep them looking very similar, um, yeah. but they always, they always look like nice. Like you got a nice leather book set up on your shelf. Like they're very yeah. classy. So I just, I hope the new one doesn't clash too much. With Funny the, enough, uh, the one I'm I'm the proudest of is the Diablo Three Collections Edition because it's the only one I actually had trouble finding. Oh yeah, that one's good. I I called her. I was calling uh, three different Best Buys within driving distance the day of, like every hour on the hour, mm-hmm. and I finally found one that someone uh, called in and said, oh, "You know what? I don't need it. Just put it down on the shelf." And wow. and so someone at Best Buy was like, "Yo, we just got clearance to sell one if you can get here in time." And and you got the it. Speed limits were broken that day. Of course. Um. I have that one too, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> I feel bad. I don't know where it is, but it's a good one. Also signed by a bunch of names. I don't know. I, whoever used to send these at Blizzard, they don't, they're not there anymore. I don't know who they were. I had this very kind benefactor that would not even use a name. I would just show up in the mail. Be like, oh, look, a, how, a signed that's thing. That's how I got the Overwatch art book. Uh, my buddy, uh, I know he listens. I won't mention you by name because mm-hmm. I don't know if that gets you in trouble or not, but it is very much appreciated. Yeah, of course. That stuff's always nice. Uh, for those who think we, our pockets are lined with Blizzard money, really they're just lined with occasional giveaways. That's it. That's yes. I think I've gotten uh, maybe a total of eight free shirts mm-hmm. and two free books. Yep, I got a nice. I got oh, a, and a Hearthstone towel. Oh, I got a go. Hearthstone towel. That's right. You got to always, always bring a towel. Don't forget to bring a towel. All right, the beta. We have some news on the beta. Shadowlands beta enters this week, or the beta, uh, or people will enter it this week. We, again, no, uh, no emails yet, at least here, and I've not heard from anybody who has. Nothing on the Reddit. So I think we're just in wait mode um, and the maw will be there to test. So in between last Wednesday and Friday, I got a chance to go check all that out and uh, logged into basically a test server uh, environment and um, tried the some of the introduction stuff. I didn't have all the VO in it. It didn't have all the the shine and sprinkle on everything, but it looked like pretty much feature complete the introduction of my character in this case was a pre-built mage, but in theory would be GURP or whoever I'm playing and got to experience some of that initial stuff. I got to meet or I got to hang out with uh, Bolvar and then he'd tell us what to do and where to go. We started ice crown. We teleport all over the place. Uh, we end up in the maw and I was just starting to quest in there when this whole thing ended. So, um, so far looks good. Looks solid. People are going to see the same stuff soon. So watch for that. Uh, you'll be able to level to 60 in beta and test endgame if you want to. None of us at this table are really endgame beta testers. But I do look Never forward been. to... <laughs> I haven't either. But I look forward to the people who do and seeing their videos and stuff. Like, I want to see, you know, how all the Covenant endgame stuff goes and how people do a Torghast and everything else. I mean, I want to see some of this ahead of time, but I don't want to experience, experience it until it's like out in the wild. And we're out of beta, so that's still kind of where I stand on that. Um, they did say they, they were explicit in the thing, and they've said in other venues that beta will be feature complete, but work still remains. Not really specific about what that is, but I would assume some of the polish that I noticed missing, like some VO was missing where two characters are having a conversation, and one of them's voiced. I can't remember if Bolvar had a voice. I don't think he did yet. And he so he was talking in text only and I wasn't getting any voice out of him. And clearly it was the kind of in-game um, dialogue that you're supposed to hear. So I assume all that stuff's coming and they're, they'll just, he just keep it. saying it still burns. Yeah. He just kept saying it still, it still burns. This helmet's a burden. Uh, what I have used the entire uh, tube of ointment. Yes, and it still and burns. It still burns. Yeah, it's bad. Look Send at me. Aloe. Send aloe. <laughs> <laughs> All of Azeroth's aloe stores will be mine. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well, in Shadowlands, uh, aloe only comes from Ardenweald, so he needs to wait until he gets there in the story. Ardenweald really? They control they control all Well, they have all the plants. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, that doesn't seem good. Then they're gonna have a real advantage in the marketplace. They need to they need to regulate well, that. Only, only as it relates to Bolvar. <laughs> okay. Everyone else is fine. Everyone else is fine. We're just using the normal amount of aloe. He's the problem. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. uh, it was cool to see him in his full glory. He's big, tall. You know, they always make the main characters in these stories. Uh, they scale him up. So he's just a big, tall dude. And 
standing on Ice Crown at the throne where we beat Arthas and watched all that go down and that expansion so long ago was really fun to see all that again um, in this new context. And and there were, you know, Horde and Alliance all gathered around listening to what was being said or what wasn't being said, depending on which, you know, what VO was going on. No sign of uh, Sylvanas and what I saw yet, but uh, again, didn't get super far. But that whole introductory thing is there and, and ready to rock as soon as people get the beta. And it's not in the alpha, so or it wasn't. I don't know if that is this week or whatever's happening in the alpha right now. I don't know. Um, what else? Let's see. They're going to start Castle Netheria raid testing. It'll begin later this month. So there you go, raiders. I gave you, your, I gave you a piece of the pie here. Uh, get excited about testing a thing that you will play again later. <laughs> in the game's development. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the entire beta experience. All of yeah, it. Will play yeah, I guess later. you're right. Yeah, I should. I mean, and also, thank God for raid testers. How the hell else am I going to learn boss mechanics? No, like? <laughs> we ought to have a tester appreciation day anyway, because everybody who's testing everything, the quest lines, making sure, you know, quests aren't bugged and character stuff's working right and all the balance stuff like it's required, needed, and it's wonderful that people are going to beta test this thing. I just can't be that guy that just hardcore tests i just can't do it wrath so. of lich king was the last time i played a ton of the beta yeah and i will i just i just go in and get little tastes right now i'll do i will tell you this was pretty funny so i'm doing the introdu- introductory stuff in um in the maw and i chose a, did a quest went and finished it went and talked to whoever and turned it in and uh at the bottom like they do in these betas they and alphas they have a little window that says did your quest, how did your quest go? Or basically how did, how did this quest go? And they want you to say, Oh, it got bugged or I lost this or the thing glitched out or whatever. But I decided, I thought, does anyone use this just to say that that went great and there was no problem. So I decided to do that. So I wrote, that was awesome. No problems at all. And then just sent it. And I don't know if that's like annoying for them to get that kind of thing. Cause I think they only want bugs, but I don't know. They're like, oh, someone sent a ticket. I need to look at this. Oh, yeah, they're just complimenting. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. But they, but the way they do it, the way they asked, it was impossible for me to ignore it because it was just. How I, was your experience? I think it's like you know, I think it's like when they, um, when they, you have a call from a call center person, and you answer, and it takes you thirty seconds to explain to them. I'm sorry, I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like you think you're being nice, but really, they'd rather you didn't. You hung up on them because you're wasting their time, essentially. And yeah, they prefer quotas. you interrupted. That's them. how it feels for that quest. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's right. I uh, uh, was going to say something else about that. Oh, the um, so they have in all of the character creation screen animation preview things that have not existed in the game before and this wasn't even in the alpha but when you go choose a mage for example uh let's say it's a lady mage she'll suddenly just go moving her arms around and do some big ice move and then a whole bunch of fire comes out of the sky and lands all around her if you do a a warlock you do all kinds of spell animation and then a bunch of little undead dudes pop up everywhere um every class has this this flourish now while you're creating the character where they'll sort of animate some badass move. Uh, I hope Hunter really, just feed really that. Awesome. <laughs> it looks really awesome. And then you, you log in and they ask you to go kill a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And also the preview is not showing you in your junior clothes. It's showing you in some advanced gear with a really cool weapon because they want you to just, Oh, that's the future me. But then when you actually start, you're in rags and you know, whatever, but. Anyway, it was still cool. It looked cool. Uh, very weird seeing the world at level uh, 50. No, yeah, 50. That was weird. So saying, here's a fully maxed out character for you to try, and you pop him up, and you're like, oh, my gosh, dude. Everyone in here is like level 45, level 50, level whatever. That's a weird thing. The level squish is going to take me a little bit to get used to. Just just my brain wrapping its head around. I mean, they've been idea. 50 in the alpha the whole time. And I, I hasn't, I, it hasn't even really struck me. Uh, it throws I me. Of, I don't know why. I think of levels is so arbitrary. Um, I'm, I'm sure it will hit me when I actually go level a new character. Yeah. But like in, in my time with the alpha, it hasn't even really struck me as, as anything to notice. Well, when you make a new character and you're leveling, him through areas that used to be level 30 and it's now level, I don't know, eight. 
It's, that's going <laughs> to seem really weird. So I don't know. For whatever reason, I've got a little cognitive disconnect with it, which I'm sure they're aware of. I mean, they still say this, 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 um, the detailed information about the physical collector's edition keeps mentioning the 130 level character boost. Uh, which doesn't exist. <laughs> like there is no 130. But what are you going to say on that box? It comes with a free 50 to 60 level boost. And and if you're not following WoW like we are, you're like, what? That's weird. Why would you level? I don't want a free level. I mean, on the box, if they do that, which I, I'm assuming they would, they should probably put like in small text below that the new cap is 60. Yeah, or something, right? Because it's going to be confusing yeah. no matter what. But I, what a funny little detail that you know they kind of have to address, but. Or something like along long lines of you know, be ready to jump straight into Shadowlands, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, legendary runecrafting was talked about. They also have shown a bunch of UI since then, um, and this was visible in the build I was playing. It'll be testable soon as well, although not necessarily at the launch of this week's beta launch. Um, they say they're similar to Legion legendaries, but the way they are obtained is controlled by the player instead of RNG. So that seems like that's talking to people who hate RNG <laughs> and there are plenty of those people. So it was a big sore spot in Legion. Yeah. One of the few actually for me, I liked everything else about that expansion really, but it's reliance on RNG and a few and a few of the ways it did certain systems, including getting legendaries at all, by the way, mm-hmm. I hated that. I hated it got that better, I, but it took a while to get there. Yeah. They, they had to tweak it a lot. Um, they say there will be focused PVP testings as uh, soon as well, but not right away. Uh, they want to have the pacing of PVP fleshed out better going into the expansion. So testing some sort of rigorous testing of PVP will be available in the beta phase at some point. Uh, just not right away. They did say covenant campaign testing will be available soon as well. So that's not a thing yet, but, uh, they say they are unique story campaigns linked to your covenant that will unlock rewards and cosmetics. Uh, that's all stuff we knew before, but if you're hoping to dive right in and, and really hunker down on testing covenant campaign stuff, you're, you're going to have to wait a little bit of time. I mean, it has a huge portion of the game that we haven't been able to mess around with an alpha yet. Yeah. And they've shown uh, really detailed previews over the last few days. Yep. That look amazing, like really cool, interesting, unique stuff per covenant. Um, I recommend checking out either Wowhead or MMO Champion or somewhere where they've got all this stuff laid out, or the official site has it. Um, yeah, Kellyessen did a good preview on. Uh, they've got a couple of videos up, but he did one where he specifically previews like the unique event for the Venthyr. Yeah, it's cool. Um, the uniqueness is is really grabbing me. Um, I was worried about that. I was worried about it saying, well, they're all unique, but at the end of the day, are they, are they that unique? Is it just sort of like, it's like saying, well, this guy's got a plane and this guy's got a dirigible. So which one it, do you want? It is pretty weird. Yeah. Um, but also potentially cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm still gun shy after how many systems we tried in BFA and you know, some of them were just very forgettable. Some did not work. Let's put that yeah. out there. Um, all right. What else? Um, they also want to test the pacing of character progression. Characters will probably be wiped at the end of the month and character copies, copies enabled. So I want to make a copy of GURP. I should be able to at some point during uh, the beta, but they're going to wipe characters as they move forward. Always not a risk, but you're never carrying that character into retail. That's just the way beta testing goes. So I shouldn't probably have to tell anybody that. Hey guys, let's talk about express VPN. Express VPN being stuck home these days. I mean, how much do you really think about your internet privacy on your home network? You know what I mean? Fire up incognito mode, hoping your browser will uh, take care of things. Doesn't really. Doesn't work. Still getting traced. Still getting tracked. Open that browser history. Clear it. Not really. Go online with Express VPN. Make sure your internet service provider can't see the site you're visiting. Instead, your internet connection is rerouted through ExpressVPN secure servers. And you're sharing an IP address with thousands of people. So you know what you're doing is anonymized. It cannot be traced back to you. It encrypts 100% of your data with best-in-class encryption. Your information is always protected. And it's the most trusted VPN on the market. Rated number one by CNET, Wired, and Ver- The Verge, and others. I really like it. So simple to use. It's ridiculous. Plug and play for real. So protect your online privacy today with the VPN I trust to secure mine. 
Visit the special link at expressvpn.com slash wow, and you can get an extra three months free with a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash wow, expressvpn.com slash wow. Easy to remember. Go for it. Do it. Uh, some of the significant game updates that were mentioned, Torghast will be completely ungated and have no currency spectrum or sorry system to run it. The character uh, artists are listening to feedback and wish lists for f- uh, further customization are being made. Um, he, he mentioned Wait, this. That's a really big one. It is a big one. That's a huge one. Yeah. The Yeah. No Torghast. gating. I mean, certainly there's going to be some cap for the legendary material you you can get um, yes uh there's also going to be a way to get keys to start at higher levels of torgas and if you get to i believe the chest don't quote me on this but if you get to a certain point at that higher level you will get all the rewards for the lower levels you skipped it's like a yes a proper roguelike is what that is i like that that's a that's a uh, cool i love everything i heard about torgast in this talk (laughs) well i mean you could tell it was one of the first things he mentioned and you could tell that um, player feedback has been overwhelmingly in favor of trying not to gate that thing. And I'm really glad they chose not to. I mean, they're, it, I think they may be onto a really special piece of gameplay for this. And so let's, let's really exploit it and play it and have it. And I don't know, this is yeah. the most exciting thing about the expansion right now in my head. So let's go. I'm ready. Unlocked. I, and ready I, I to agree. Go. As someone who's like very gun shy about new systems, like Torghast has I've sold me. Yeah. Patrick, you were already kind of on board with Torghast as a concept, right? I mean, yeah, sure. I've tried it a little bit. I wasn't as, I think uh, it might have been oversold to me a little bit. I don't know. (laughs) Or maybe my experience wasn't great for other reasons. Mm. But uh, I love the idea. Yeah. I mean, obviously, why would you not love a roguelike that's fun and gives you crazy powers that allow you to destroy everything? Yeah. Um, There's always that, there's always that worry, right? That it will be not not gimmicky but it will be a subsystem that will not last or carry over and maybe it won't still i mean who knows what the next expansion has but i already feel like it's strong enough that it could be a thing that just sticks like it just stays the way pvp stays or that stays the way that arena stays or or whatever like a mode or well or the 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 uh, mission table and the mission table has evolved mm-hmm. by the way it also has evolved in in this one and is almost an auto battler apparently almost uh, but yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised if if give if it has half the success that people uh you know that it's known in the beta it, it seems like it would be a system that stays in the same way that artifacts or stuff like that um right have stayed after their introduction uh, they also made it doubly clear that you will choose your covenant at max level, which will unlock a lot of new end game systems. So, duh, that's how that works. I don't know why that's even significant. It's not really. Um, I mean, th- yeah. there's the they they uh, that's something some people might not be clear on. There are actually uh, minor but uh, fully fledged uh, in game activities that depend on your covenant, and it's like complete. Uh, the the who is it the Venthyr the the Bitey Boys the the vampires, vampires yeah. they have the you have to boys. organize and and uh, <laughs> cater and take care of a party which uh-huh. of course vampires there's like a, a party and you have to make sure the guests are happy and all of them have what they want and and obviously it's not like a huge thing um, in well, one, the game one might call it a masquerade oh I see. Ah, that's mm, true. Hmm. Uh, just not w- eyes wide shut vampires. though no eyes wide shut we don't want that <laughs> i don't I mean, think eyes wide shut had no anything to do with vampires yeah oh no it didn't it just or had to do with naked a party party a oh, bit of a masquerade, masquerade. <laughs> right. fair enough yeah um but yeah so so that's one and and it's not something you know it seems like these systems are not going to be a mandatory thing it's just a a fun flavor in game activity mm-hmm. they also that's made a level of uh yeah. care they're putting into this i, I agree they um I, I like what they've shown so far the covenant stuff generally speaking because it looks like i don't know it looks it looks a lot you know what everything looks better than bfa can i just let me just say it that way all the systems 
all those systems just on their raw face of it look like more fun than most of what we ended up with in BFA. That all sounded also good on paper, okay? A lot of that did. I remember when Islands were talked about. I was so excited for oh. Islands. Holy crap, that was going to be the the bomb. And so I hope that we're not talking about Covenants in that same <laughs> tone the, we, the way we did with Islands once we got a taste of what was happening. Um, well, I mean, this is just one piece of Covenants, uh, what we're talking about here. Um, right. The the larger kind of systems deep thing, which was the main focus of of Ian's section of the talk, right? Like that's very order holly. Yeah, like it's yeah. It they're not yeah yeah. Absolutely. They're they're making some tweaks, but they're like they, these aren't like entirely new systems coming out of left field. Um, yeah, and I'm okay with the order holliness. I'm down with that. Yeah. I liked order halls a yeah, lot. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I was particularly excited when I is it. <sighs> Uh, this is the thing I need to never mind. Continue the show while I figure this out. Oh man, we got this is some calculation going on over there with Garrett. All My right, brain. cool. It's all right. Brain farts are good. Um, soul binds. You can form them, bind your soul to a member of a covenant, unlock new abilities with a new talent tree that you can customize. This is some of the stuff that we hadn't seen before and they have detailed all this stuff visually. So listeners, you're going to want to go check that stuff out. It's being posted everywhere. And like you said, Talison did a really good video series on it, uh, which I would also check out. Uh, anyway, empty slots in the tree will be for conduits. These are similar to relics and legion. They are spec specific and will drop from all content. Uh, there are types that are utility defensive and throughput conduits are customizable. So you can switch them out for a small cost if you want to. Um, immediately when I, when we talk about systems like this and some of the stuff that we talked about live on our, um, co-stream last week, Garrett, it, it always, my very first inclination is to go, Oh, wait, Where's the min-max in this system? Oh, wait, how, how is that sounds really cool, like you're giving me a billion options. But at the end of the day, am I going to go to Icy Veins and find out I just want these three? And I, don't, I hate that my brain goes there, but I can't help it. And it bums me well, out. I, it, Everyone's brain goes there. Yeah, because yeah, we dealt with it in BFA. And so... I mean, they in their own comments have tried to curb those concerns because the biggest concern is that like I don't like a lot of us don't if if all we're concerned about is getting the best in slot for PVE purposes, we don't want to have to go PVP. Yeah. And they've said that that should be the case that you should only need to go do PVP things for things that are best in slot for PVE. But like they didn't say it's guaranteed. So there, there are instances of that right now in BFA. Uh, and, and that's kind of, that still remains a fear of mine. Right. It's, I think it's, it's not just that it's, it's also given they have an item level, um, when you, you get to new item level with a patch, um, that that's one of the things Taliesin was, uh, saying, Mm -hmm. um, do you need to farm it again? Um, there, there are a lot of questions for min maxers, but, I understand this is not going to be a popular opinion, but uh, there are always these questions for min maxers. That's yeah. always the concern. Yeah. And sure, you might not to have you might not have to farm every tiny little bit of thing, but um, you would need, for example, they're destroyed when you replace it when right. you place one in the slot. It's the same with gems, and some of the gems are really expensive, and you have to farm if you're really min-maxing. You have to farm to be able to buy or create them. Maybe right. not to the extent that we don't know what the extent will be for soul buying uh, conduits. Right. But um, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I hope Blizzard is making it into something that is not too demanding or time consuming, but I don't think it's going to be like, you can just have an infinite um, amount of them because that's just not realistic. It's still going to be a little bit involved to do, I think so. Yeah. He also, Ian talked a bit about catch up mechanics within these systems and that they were trying to make more than ever this a thing that you could have a family emergency for three months and not be in the game and then come back and then be able to get back to where you wanted to be. That, that to me is a double-edged sword. Cause some people see that as, Oh man, I'm going to do all the work and all the latecomers are just going to get where I am without doing any of the work. So I, I understand those fears or those concerns, but um, I like, I like that the game will give, it has enough elasticity where you feel like you're not so far behind that you're never going to catch up and it benefits blizzard because they're going to get my sub more often or people subs more often 
if they know that they can just jump back in and get back in without too much trouble uh, or too much work. So again, not a ton of detail about what that means in practice. They didn't really say, but I think him mentioning that was interesting and we'll see what that means, I guess, uh, when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, every covenant has a unique transportation network in their zones. I thought that was cool. So I pulled it out because I don't know what that I haven't really looked too deep into this, but I love the concept that every covenant's like, yeah, we got a light rail over here and these guys have portals and these other guys have an underground train and or whatever. Like, I think that's cool. It's not you want to use it too bad if you're not in our club. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, got, like that's kind of cool. Flavor, I mean, yeah. Right? Yes. It adds, yeah. adds more of a sense of identity uh, and importance upon whatever covenant you end up going with. Yeah. It's just like, you know, flavor, like Patrick says. I totally agree. Um, like, each- uh, uh, I, I like Chevy, not Ford. Well, sorry. These roads are for Ford only. <laughs> sorry. We got to have a quick, we got to have quick car talk for one second. That new um, Bronco. You talk about the Bronco. Yeah. What do you think of that Bronco? I think it's freaking rad. I'm, cool. I'm definitely more of a car person than a truck or uh, or an off-road vehicle person, but uh, I really like the Bronco. I think it looks really sweet. It looks rad. And it's uh, also um, 30 miles to the gallon is incredible for a, for a truck like that. Oh, did they put out the MPG? They did. I saw, I can't, I'm trying to find the link where I saw I it. I am so sorry, World of Warcraft listeners. Yeah, no, no. This is cool. You guys got to see it. It's a trip. It looks retro and new at the same time. I'm not even that big of a truck slash even car person anymore, but... I think that's cool. I don't think retro futurism has been nailed this well since uh, like the 2005 Mustang. Yeah. I think it was the last time. And this it's, was, this it's also so well. starts at 30, which isn't too bad. Um, yeah. That's I don't know. Cool stuff. I think it looks really good. We'll talk about it after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it looks cool. <laughs> I kind of want to. Um, the other big thing here was, uh, you know, talking about systems were getting into details about renown and anima and how anima feeds into gaining more renown. Um, This is what I was starting to get into before. And I was like, Nope, wait, I need to, I need to look up. I need to make sure I have wowhead in front of me because some of the stuff is kind of hard to remember. Yeah. There's a Um, bunch of that stuff. That's super. I mean, even in his presentation, he couldn't really go into the kind of depth in that video that even I, I already thought the, the video was pretty technical anyway, but there's some of this stuff just goes, you know, you get in the it weeds. It was extremely technical. Yeah. I, mean, I think that was ended up being the point. I, you know, we, I, when we were trying to figure out what the stream is going to be, I know a very technical deep dive was one of the things that was put, put forward on, on the show, but I didn't expect it to be this technical. I thought we were going to have a little bit more kind of fun hype trailers. Yeah. There was like none of that. Yeah. We're not asking for full like Hearthstone treatment on the trailers, but you know maybe a little no, no. something. But I don't know. Was, we we got a little the moss stuff they showed was really cool. I guess I was. I think we talked about it on stream. Was that I think we were both expecting a little bit more of that. Um, well, that's the most excited you got. Well, that in the art book. But besides the art book, when the moss started getting shown, you you perked right up. You're like, ooh, okay, because now we're matching some some visuals and some animation and some music and some stuff to our yeah. imagination. And I think hey, that what would they could what would ice cream look like if it was on fire? Yeah. Well, now you have your answer. Yeah, that's basically it. It's um, it's but, uh, and what I've seen so far, by the way, in those so, couple of days, I had the add access to what will essentially be the beta server. It looked or the uh, yeah the beta server. It looked great. Like really looked great. I'm excited yeah, about the look I, um, of this game. I didn't have access to the preview build that uh, you know, a bunch of YouTubers and streamers got access to, but um, I'm friends with people who did. And so I was really concerned when I heard about Renown and Anima and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, this just sounds like another AP grind, which was something I did not like in Legion. Yeah. Didn't like the version of it that we got in BFA. Um, but Taliesin did mention in his video, I'm just going to keep re- mentioning Taliesin because he helped me understand what the hell half of this stuff even meant, mm. um, that he got a big chunk of anima from just running a dungeon. Yep. And that's like all I've been asking for for half a decade in World of Warcraft now. Yeah. yeah. Get rewards for doing the stuff you're doing. Basically, yeah. the things you want to do that you feel like doing. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I really liked what the preview showed. Um, in a lot of ways, and that was definitely one of them. Uh, here's, uh, let's see, oh, uh, each covenant has a scouting map. Basically, they're called adventures. This is the new iteration of the mission table Patrick alluded to. It is. Uh, it says here it no longer has a central importance, but is an outlet for storytelling and offline progression. It's turn-based. You'll level up your soul binds, create parties, send them out on missions for loot. It almost looks like 
well, like you said, Patrick, like an auto battler or, or at the very least, like a turn-based, almost grid-based strategy kind of arrangement. I really need. This to looks f- like something that w- could exist on the original Game Boy. Yes, kind of. <laughs> it's a weird way of putting it, but yeah, you're you're totally right. I have a thing though with this, so it's on the. It'll be on the mobile app that'll be updated to run the adventures, um, as one would expect. But yep. once again, a system in the game that you can't access from no matter where you are. Let, let's say you're on a flight path. It would make sense to me that that kind of thing would be a thing you could pull up. And go, all right, I'm going to manage my adventure table or in the pre- or, uh, my adventure stuff or before that, whatever they were called, the table. Let us do it anywhere and not just at this table on this ship or wherever the central location is. Because what you're doing is you're saying to players, hey, it's actually faster for you to log out and just use your phone and then come back. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Do you, do you need to log out even? I think you have to log out because it will say you're logged Oh, I don't know, actually. Does it do oh, that? I thought yeah. it did. I thought there was a conflict if you tried to do it while you were... If you tried to use your phone app at the same time you were at the table or in the game at all, I thought it was a problem. But maybe it isn't. Maybe I remember that wrong. could have sworn once I logged in I guess and did that. And it they're, they're usually away in the missions for so long that I've never really thought of this as something I would do on a flight path. Well, it's if not it's, a thing I'm constantly micromanaging. If it's, it's very much an idler. It is, but if it's more... If it's more involved, like it sounds like these new ones might, or the new iteration might be, I just, give me more to do when there's forced downtime in the game. Flight paths, uh, sitting in town waiting for something, uh, getting a group together, whatever. Just be able to just go, bloop, there it is, work on it. Just like if it was an app. I know it's a, it's a little less fantasy story, you know, correct well, or whatever. You could, you could make it fantasy oh you mean the it's do you mean the integration like you could yeah like if you just pulled it up on a panel table thing yeah yeah, yeah yeah now maybe that's what it, they would do is let me conjure it you know or something like just you, you send a raven all right uh you go here you go there and then a little bird thing flies away while you're on a flight path oh yeah our Caudatus in the chat confirms and i think he's right uh you do have to be logged out of the game to use the app that's how it was at least okay. in in bfa so I'm if sure that if that's a, in the apple I'm logged in. And if that's simpler than going you know taking forever to get back to where the thing actually is in the world that just seems counterproductive I don't know. I just think Blizzard should make that easier. So we shall see. Uh finally the last big point I have in here is there will be a lot of discoverable gameplay in the maw. Uh so one would one might call that emergent gameplay at least within the constructs or constructs of wow but anyway you won't be able to bring up the map and see world quests or just be able to do that everything you do is under the eyes of the jailer and you are not welcome here it says everything you will have uh to re- sorry eventually you will have to retreat after gaining too much ire of the jailer so you can't spend too much time in the maw i don't know how i feel about that yet fantasy i like practicality that sounds like i'm being timed or I only can. Well, that's exactly what it is. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, if that's how it feels, yeah, that's it. Feels like a burner phone. I've only got you know ninety minutes of calls I can make, and then I got to get out of there. And I don't love that, but um, but yeah, we'll see in practice. I don't know. I'm probably making too big of a deal out of it, but the jailers. No, I think that it it is a little bit of a concern. I mean, obviously there are pluses and minuses to this thing. It's uh, both a little bit more uh, exciting and, uh, you know, unique of an experience because you can't stay there. And the eye, kind of every time you do something, the jailer is looking at you more. So you get uh, that that bar that uh, rises they were saying it was it's about 35 to uh, 25 to 30 minutes per session Mm -hmm. and if i understand correctly you can do it only once a day and you will want to do it two to three times a week that's what they're saying okay um i mean it's it's fun i i think uh, but also yeah as you said it will be in that hopefully there will be enough other things to do that you won't be uh, sad. Yeah. You can only stay there for just a not time. a giant fan of timers. To- I don't like timers in anything. Basically that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Cause that's what this is. The timer. So I mean, I'm concerned. That's yeah. Cool. It's a soft timer. You can, you're going to have them in every, in many things you do. You have timers in, 
uh, uh, raids. You have timers in um, in in Torghast. Essentially, sure. it's, a, it's a timer that you have. Um, well, it's more so. of a. I just don't like a fuse that's burning. I don't like a countdown. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not saying this will feel like that. We'll see when I play. No, it, I but, get it. Yeah. But I don't like most. Here's here. I actually made a purchasing decision on a on a timer being removed from a game. So I just picked up Shipbreaker, which is this really cool PC game where you take big uh, spaceships apart and sell it for scrap. It's just a ridiculously addicting thing. And anyway, um, I was interested in it from get from day one, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get this game. But then I heard, oh, well, the whole thing's around this timer. You have to do everything within a certain time range. And you always feel like you're sort of rushed or whatever. And the community feedback was, get rid of the timer, or at least give us the option not to have it. And I kept thinking, oh, I'm not getting that game until those timers are gone. And then they did it. They pulled the timers, and they got my 30 bucks. Well done, guys. You did it. You got my money. Not shit breaker. Ship breaker, Luke, in the chat. Oh, that's what I heard, too. I, I, <laughs> I heard. I, yeah. It's ship. I figured that wasn't it, but it's what I heard. Yeah. A hard space <laughs> I mean, you don't know. An indie PC game, I could see it being <laughs> I really like I it. I did play PC Building Simulator yeah. not too long ago. So Hey, do you, sorry, side note, total side track note, but Patrick, do you see the scores on this uh, Shishimi stuff so far? Pretty good. Pretty good. On the what? For Ghosts of Shishimi or Shishumi or however the hell you say it. Oh, God, you're so culturally insensitive. How? I, don't, I can't say the T-S words very well. Tsushima. Tsushima with a Tsushima. T. Tsushima. Tsushima. like the food, like the fish. Right? No? Yes. That's. <laughs> please refer to my uh, comment from two <laughs> From before? Ago. Okay. Uh, the reviews are really um, good, though. But, Look at these guys freaking out on this. People like it. Oh, I've seen reviews that are meddling. I oh, really? IGN gave it a 90? Very, That's pretty strong, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I've seen people it's, say it's very classic open world, mm. and I've seen people say the... Uh, ambiance and the mood and the uh you know all of the japanese-ness makes it makes it something cooler so all right yeah I it is I, definitely I a game it, so. i'm going to buy yeah i gotta end like up getting this the problem is yeah, mario like, paper mario and the king of the origami whatever is coming out this weekend too and i'm i'm torn the origami king I, yeah. I think i know exactly which one i am getting and which one i am not <laughs> Oh, you you're just you're just too edgy, Garrett. That's the problem. You got you got to let some Mario in your life. You got to let him. Paper oh, Mario gonna go or play event here. That says like, it all. Ronin Red Dead. <laughs> like, I mean, you're not wrong. <sighs> I know what I'm gonna try. Why not both? Because <laughs> it's 120 that's bucks. That's why. All right. Yeah, anyway, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. That now you know why my apprehension on a collector's edition is like I can get two games or or really all I care about is the art book. The one. Yeah. Although when when you think about it, uh, Nintendo games don't depreciate, so if you buy it physically, you could resell it. And the collector's edition is really an investment for your children's future. Oh, so that also is yes, know, the I've same way episode one action figures were an investment because I made so <laughs> many of them they're worth nothing. What I hope <laughs> is I got one of the only they didn't end up making them from the store, but I still have the Diablo three skate deck. Signed by the devs somewhere in here. That's the one. I'm counting on that one being being the big money maker. But they need I'll to trade you for my unopened uh, Jar Jar action figure. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me think about that for just a second. No, not a chance. <laughs> Although that's worth something, isn't it? That Jar Jar thing, uh, even though everyone hates last it. Last time I checked, like thirteen dollars. Oh, well, never mind then. Lost interest already. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, time for the town crier. Quick email from a listener. This is actually from Jarek at Wowhead. He sent this to me in a private message on, on Twitter, so this doesn't even count oh, as an email. Oh, Jarek's good people. Jarek is great people, and um, he listens to the show every week and often has great feedback about certain things we talked about. In particular, uh, Jarek from Wowhead says, Hey, Scott, on the latest episode of The Instance, you guys talked about the Gates of Encourage event. It said something about hoping Blizzard designed things better this time around so that there were less server issues in the deve- in uh, in Classic. But speaking as a developer, I think the real design issue is how the quests and everything are set up. Dealing with a massive amount of people in a single zone all at once just means a lot of bandwidth server strain and player computer strain. 
The graphics issues of players uh, viewing a zone clogged with other players should be significantly diminished, maybe even eliminated. He means this time around, thanks to 15 years of hardware advancements. But it still takes a lot of bandwidth for Blizzard to consistently, sorry, constantly tell every player uh, there that the other player is also there uh, and what they are doing. Uh, sorry, and what they are doing and keeping everything running. Blizzard has a lot of smart folks uh, working to figure out how to make it a more bearable experience than the first time. But even so, I'd be a bit surprised if it actually goes off without a hitch or at least for several servers where there are the most, where is the most hype or the most players. Uh, anyway, which are likely to be also the most populated. Yeah, I agree. Um, I hope, one would hope, so, so basically what he's saying is it's not so much about innovations on the server level that are going to make this better. It'll be that we're all running better clients, faster clients, computers that can easily run classic without any hiccups. Um, and then some should help in making all of that go better. Uh, so we'll have to, we'll have to see. That's not happened yet. Has it? When's that happen? Shoot. We had the- uh, it's starting in July. Some at some point, but then you have to do the whole quest thing. Here it is. July 28th. And, uh, You're right. Uh, 28th. Things things start popping off, so you still have some time. But um, we'll hear back from people. I guarantee it. People will say what happened, <laughs> and if it was a good experience or not, we'll know. We'll know, even if we're not playing. Just corpse run a gnome out there, Scott. You know you want to. I do want to. Genuinely, I do. Uh, anyway, Jarek, thank you for that. That was awesome uh, for you to pipe I in. I mean, just yeah. to 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 add just a little bit to this uh even on server tech it's very difficult uh for those who don't know one of the reasons that uh that battle royales at, are possible now uh, basically having a hundred players on the same server at the same time and having everything everyone know where everyone else is all the time uh has only been made possible with very recent tech uh, around the time PUBG actually started becoming big so it's not like it's not trivial to do it even with just 100 players obviously the tick rate is not the same or the update rate is not the same when you have an MMO than when you have an FPS but yeah it's not insignificant i'm sure yeah well it, we'll see how they do this is a big test and um honestly if it breaks it'll be more of a vanilla experience anyway so I don't know. I feel like they can't really lose here unless they really F it up. So it should be fine. All right. That's going to do it for today's show. Uh, Lots of stuff to process in your heads. We'd love your feedback and your thoughts and your comments. You can do it right there on the site at theinstance.net or you can send an email to instanceshow at gmail.com. Happy to take it either way. Uh, Garrett, what's going on right now? You got a big tack coming up. Is that today? What's the plan? Uh, It's already out. Oh, geez. Look at you. Yeah, you you can go uh, to amove.tv right now and get the latest episode of The Angry Chicken that covers everything revealed today in the Scholomance Academy announcement. Uh, I would also recommend head on over to youtube.com slash amove.tv because I cut out just the portion where we were talking about the, uh, the new card types yeah. and included footage of the cards in action that was provided to us by Blizzard. Oh, very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, no, look at that. Nice little bite-sized chunk. Go get it. Amove.tv yeah. uh, for details. And um, what was the YouTube? Oh, sorry, YouTube channel. What was it again? YouTube.com slash AmoveTV. AmoveTV. Uh, and, and then tomorrow, if everything goes according to plan, we should be talking to AZ Jackson from the Heroes of the Storm uh, team. Or sorry, Thursday, we should be talking to AZ Jackson on Into the Nexus. It's nice. A, it's a big week for for Amove shows. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Patrick, you've always got things going on. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, sure. Go to notpatrick.com and check out the sweet new site from which you can immediately subscribe to any of the shows I do in your preferred app because there's a link specifically for your app. So go check that out. That's oh, yeah. uh, Patrick Beja. No, no, wait, notpatrick.com. That's the one. Yeah, not Pat's new. You got to get used to it. I understand. But uh, yeah, notpatrick.com. Uh, where does Frenchspin.com go now? Same place? Is this forward to it? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This is just essentially a, a series of links, just like a series of tubes, except it's links. Oh, I so see. So it's not the content. Oh, that's great. That's it's perfect. a landing page. Have you done any um, anger anger episodes about Ubisoft on any of your shows yet? 
you just lay, uh, yeah, le rendez-vous jeu um, in French. We're a little bit frustrated and uh, haven't done a pixels on that specific topic yet. Yeah, but uh, you English speakers yeah, just have to wait. You have to wait for the sub or go watch the subtitles <laughs> or something. But <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft in hot water. Uh, it's nice to be talking about somebody who isn't Blizzard right now. So uh, I guess, I don't know. It's not nice to talk about any of this stuff. I hate it. I hate it. Games industry, get your shit together. That's all I'm saying. All right, that's it. That's the show. Thank you all for being here, hanging out with us, being a part of it. If you want all the details you need, go to the instance.net. Top of the show, I mentioned it. I'll say it again. We have a support system you can go help us out at. Instance Plus members get all kinds of cool stuff, and you can only sign up at the instance.net. That'll do it for us, for me, for Patrick, for Garrett. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.